From Up North News, I'm Pat Kreitlow. Time for some headlines and commentary as we unpack the news for this Wednesday, February 10th and talk about some of the stories making news around Wisconsin tonight. We'll start with the continuing progress in coronavirus numbers, numbers that are progressing downward by and large. There were just 821 new coronavirus infections reported on Wednesday by the Department of Health Services. The average daily case over the past seven days is now just 919. Hospitalizations are now down below 500 for the first time since September. Remember at its peak in November, there were about 2,300 coronavirus patients in Wisconsin hospitals. As for vaccinations, we're now up to 184,000 people in the state who have received both doses of the COVID-19 vaccine and 822,000 doses overall have been administered. Now, sadly, the death toll does continue to rise. Another 35 deaths were reported by the Department of Health Services on Wednesday. The state's death toll now 6,129. Well, Governor Evers and the state's chief medical officer, Dr. Ryan Westergaard, had a media briefing and talked a bit about their concerns that all of this progress could be undone in one of two ways, either mutations or legal complications. And we'll start with the legal end of things first, because the prominent Republican donor whose case is still before the state Supreme Court suing to have statewide mask safeguards struck down has sued again over the latest safeguards that Governor Evers announced late last week. Now, again, that case is still from November before the state Supreme Court, so we still don't know what the conservative-led court is ultimately going to rule as far as whether Governor Evers has the authority to declare multiple states of emergency throughout an ongoing pandemic as conditions ebb and flow. But as Dr. Westergaard and Governor Evers were quick to point out, this is the only statewide mitigation in place. This uh, restriction that uh, face masks are required in public places when you're outside of your home and uh, inside away from people that you don't live with. And if that is struck down, then Wisconsin is stuck with a patchwork of local requirements and there aren't very many places at all that have that. So that right then and there could send a message that leads to more people becoming infected. And of course, uh, people have to continue to get vaccinated and we need the federal government to continue shipping vaccines to Wisconsin. A new shipment did arrive recently to stay ahead of demand, but some clinics have had to cancel vaccination appointments in the interim until this latest shipment of vaccine gets put out around the state. And that, of course, helps guard against the mutations, the variants that are coming up in the coronavirus. So far, the vaccines have proven to be mostly effective against them, but because mutations can happen frequently, this is something that we have to watch out for. And the best way to put this into shorthand is with a virus, it can't mutate if it can't replicate. In other words, if it can't find a new host, if people are staying home, if people are wearing their face masks, it makes it tougher for the virus to be spread and to mutate potentially to something that is more resistant to the vaccines. So those safeguards are continuing to be extremely important as people get vaccinated around the state. Well, one of the ways that folks in Wisconsin have been trying to stay safe, at least at the local level, is that some school districts have decided that it would be safer to have online virtual classes rather than forcing teachers and students and staff all inside buildings again where the spread of the coronavirus could become more likely. 
Now, state Republicans have been eager to force people back to work, force people back to school, even if they don't have proper safeguards, proper protective equipment, and so on. Well, the Republicans who run the state legislature uh, used tax dollars uh, as a club in a decision on Wednesday that is going to interfere with all of those local school districts that are continuing to press for virtual education instead of in person. The Joint Finance Committee decided to take tens of millions of dollars in federal aid, which was supposed to be distributed across school districts based on the ones that were poorer versus the ones that were wealthier. And instead, the Joint Finance Committee voted that that money is going to be distributed more to school districts that hold in-person classes and less to those that are holding virtual classes for safety reasons. That obviously was opposed strenuously by Democratic members of the Joint Finance Committee who couldn't help but point out that the party that used to like to talk about how they were for local control are now micromanaging things to the point where they were told why in the legislature? If you want to dictate what individual school districts do, why not just run for school board yourself instead? So we'll monitor that story and much more uh, over at upnorthnewswi.com or follow our coverage at upnorthnewswi on your favorite social media feed. I'm Pat Wrightlow.